Broadsheet Broadcast. Hello there and welcome along to the very first Broadsheet Broadcast with me, Mike Hogan. And me, Andy Gaffney. And this is a new concept. It's a new idea for Broadsheet.ie. It is the very first podcast for the website with the two of us. And basically what it's all about is that the two of us have been, you know, fans of Broadsheet.ie over the years. We've been contributors at some point in our lives. And basically we're going to go through some of the more commented upon, some of the more popular posts that are put up on Broadsheet.ie during the week. And we'll have a bit of banter about them. We'll have a bit of a chat about them. And we'll also go through some of the comments as well. And we might even do a couple of features for good measure, Andy. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Getting notions now already, aren't you? <laughs> what you don't know is that we actually did a pilot one of these. We did. It went It went well. It went well. Well, according to the broadsheet staff, the yeah. elusive broadsheet staff, it went well. So The danger is it can only go downhill. The danger is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So if this is, you know, if this gets bad reviews, we'll just pretend that all the good stuff was in the pilot yeah and it's their fault for not putting it out <laughs> so we're going to go through uh, some of the comments some of the stories as I say and our features of the week will be comment of the week because some of the broadsheet comments in fairness are pretty legendary they are fantastic so we're going to go and give a comment of the week and we'll also uh, you know kind of give kudos to the contributors of broadsheet.ie as well and we're going to do a headline of the week a little later on in the podcast oh, here we go so let's get straight into things and we're going to go with one of the most popular, one of the funniest, yet kind of scary uh, topics of the week. And it was one of the most commented on on Broadsheet.ie as well. And that is the headline from Lars Biscuits that reads very cleverly as well. Sunday, bloody Sunday. Now, that's not a ploy on the popular U2 song no. or the... Um, or the terrible the, events the terrible that happened. Events, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad to see the U2 song uh, took precedence over the tragic tuned, events of Sunday, bloody Sunday. But it's Sunday, Sun-D-A-E, yeah. uh, bloody Sunday. And this, of course, is about Catherine Noon. Now, you have to wonder, what the hell's going on in the Senate? Yeah. I assume they're stuck for something to say. And it was like, you know, it's kind of like... You know, in school, when you you know ask a question into the teacher, you're going to have to you know go back to class when they bring in a guest speaker like that. I imagine that's what it's like, you know. Oh, that's right. When they pressurised you to ask one question, yeah. and you couldn't think of anything to say. So I assume that's what's going on here. That they might actually have to go and do real work. Yeah. So I, I'm assuming she she must have, unless she's a very brave lady, she must have passed this by somebody and must yeah. have said, hey, you know, to, I don't know, to her other half or a friend or something, uh, to say, you know, I'm thinking of saying this. You know, it's bound to get a bit of a reaction. What do you think? And yeah. my, my further concern is that someone else must have given this the go ahead. Yeah, I imagine it's more like kind of like, you know, just click them and go, yeah, yeah, go on, you do that. Work away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I assume that they're bored sitting around there as well. So yeah. they don't want a bit of excitement. But just in case you don't know what we're on about, this is Seth, Senator Catherine Noon, Fina Gale, uh, has called for the regulation of ice cream vans due to the aggressive selling of ice cream in a Wexford housing estate. I don't know how they could turn... Uh, the the innocence, the the beauty of ice cream vans into something so sinister. Yeah, like using the word aggressive and advertising. I mean, that's that, you know aggressive. Yeah, aggressive selling gives you ideas of like Don Draper and stuff trying to sell cigarettes. <laughs> Madman. Yeah. yeah. What she actually said was, uh, one parent in particular in Wexford told me that there is an ice cream van that visits her estate up to four or five times a day, and it's leading to loads of rows between her and her children, in particular one child. 
This is one little scamp, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, this, this is, is one, one little scamp. One little tubby little chap. So happy, <laughs> delighted that the ice cream van is coming along. And he's just not letting up. He's yeah. crying. He's sitting down there, you know, in the corner, not moving. She's she's obviously pretty perturbed uh, that this ice cream van is obviously coming around the one area. He's obviously yeah. making a killing <laughs> yeah. in this one particular yeah. area of Wicklow. These kids are going to college because of this one little kid. <laughs> Um, do you remember the ice cream man coming around your estate when you were a kid? I remember the ice cream van. I, but I never, I never, I was trying to think of this earlier on when I read the story. I never remember annoying my mother and like that to, you know, give us a couple of pounds to go out. I think I just, if I was getting ice cream, I was happy with it. If I wasn't, I'm grand with it. You like, were okay you know? with it. Like, yeah. yeah, you weren't going screaming. Well, her point is, and she's raising obviously the more serious matter of obesity and the fact that like 20, I, th- I think I read a figure today that 20% of kids in this country are in some way obese. Now, they, they kind of come out with these statistics fairly loosely, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I mean, if you really deeply look into the figures, they mightn't be as uh, sort of frightening. But anyway, it is pretty scary, the amount of obese children in Ireland at the moment and and like wh- what I what I thought was kind of funny about Catherine Noon was that she came out with this statement right got a backlash from the media from broadsheet.ie and from all the talk shows and all the rest of it and then I heard her on one particular talk show and she was saying ah, I was only kind of joking I really wanted to you know bring up the problem the, the problem of obesity and no you weren't no. this was your only thought at this particular <laughs> time was your yeah. was your was your anger with the ice cream she bands. was daydreaming they came to her they said do you have to bring up um, and he's like uh, yeah actually yeah ice cream <laughs> she was daydreaming yeah. about ice cream god I love a 99 uh, Senator Noon have you anything yeah. to say 1999 we should ban Mr Whippy Vans <laughs> yeah. and that's that's how that came yeah. about I think I think we've nailed it um, so anyway some of the comments on this uh, yeah I mean I, it went down a fantastic pun and based route mm. I mean I'm just going to float if she's fast uh, excuse me if I haven't got your name here but um, it's the media will have a feast. They've got 99 <laughs> problems. It will super split the, the Shannon. It's all gone a bit flaky. I mean, this when this went on and on. So fair play to, the, you know, the, the heroes of broadsheet commenters. POC uh, comes in with, have parents forgotten to say no to their kids or something? He has a point. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a, there's Catherine Noon uh, should be told that there's a quite a simple answer to this and it's not to ban Mr Whippy Vans it's to tell parents to start parenting their kids and if they want an ice cream and they're not allowed to have it it's okay you have some authority as a parent Well let's 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 role play this a little bit okay you're you know you don't have any children uh, I don't no. No, no, I know neither do I but let's just imagine you know this is 10 years down the line yeah. I'm your child Right <laughs> Excuse the stumble This, is, this is very odd okay yeah. Okay uh, oh, Dad, can I get an ice cream? No, you can't. Why not? Because you're fat. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that? I mean, isn't that pretty simple? Yeah. Uh, that okay. W- well, obviously, maybe the fat <laughs> thing might be a bit crude and not good for his, you know, his self confidence. But well, I can work on that. No, not at all. Like I remember when I wanted to join the mini world cup, which yeah. is you know topical. Just, I remember when I wanted to join the mini cup, and I was an obese child, an yeah. obese child. Were you? Oh yeah, massive. And I remember saying to my dad, "Any chance I can join the the mini world cup?" And he looked at me because I, I don't know why I was asking submission. Oh, I was like a pound entry, like you know, it was a yeah. local football tournament. Yeah. And um, he went, "You're not a bit fat for that, are you?" <laughs> and I went, "Okay," but I was kind of happy because then I sat down and had another slice of Swiss roll. <laughs> I was delighted. I didn't have to walk down to the shop to sign on. What made you lose all this weight to become girls? You know, girls. Girls made you lose the weight. Yeah, I thought I better look somewhat respectable. <laughs> so more of the comments here. Um, a lot of people agreeing with POC saying exactly, you're dead right. Navy Blue has a pretty good comment and he says it was 
uh, it was a magnum idea to retain the Shannon, he says. Uh, so as you can imagine, plenty of ice cream puns in here. Uh, it's a wibbly wobbly part of the house anyway. Uh, full marks for poor taste on the title there, lads. Yeah. You see, now that was uh, Spartacus giving out uh, about the headline Sunday Bloody Sunday. But jeepers, if you can't have a bit of fun know, yeah, over you know, ice cream a number issue, of deaths in the 1970s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like what can you have a bit of crack with? That's a joke, by the way. That is also a joke. I'm only, I'm only messing. Uh, so that's our first story. Catherine Noon trying to ban the ice cream uh, trucks. Well, she's not technically trying to ban ice cream trucks, but to stop them from, as she says, aggressively selling uh, around estates with in their, the country. With their addictive jingles. Mind you, one of the rumours when I was a kid, um, we had some dark rumours. It was around the same period uh, of the rumours uh, that went around different estates in, in Dublin. I'm sure across the country as well, uh, but more urban areas whereby, you know the way if there were runners <laughs> over a telegraph wire, yeah. it meant that it was a drug running area, I think it was. Oh, okay. This is what our 12 yeah. year old minds anyway, uh, dissected out of the story. And then if there was a tyre like a bike tyre uh, opened a telegraph wire it meant that it was a, a decent area to rob cars okay. and the other rumour then was that all the ice cream men were actually drug dealers <laughs> and sprinkles was some sort of code word for cocaine Good lord Yeah Did you stay up to sprinkles then when you heard that? <laughs> <laughs> Straight up to an ice cream man and I ordered some heroin <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Dublin based life. So they were the, they were the rumours uh, that were knocking around Lucan at the time. You I mean, know? If anyone can answer this one for me, if anyone can email in and let me know or whatever our contact is. <laughs> Where are they going? Yeah, yeah, I think they comment on We have a page, won't we? They can comment on Yeah, somewhere. yeah, you can comment and comment on the, 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 the place where the podcast This is all very new to us, yeah, ladies very, and gentlemen, yeah. you know. But um, when you're talking about these urban myths, you know these little boy racer cars? Mm. When they have a first sale sign on the back. Oh, I've heard this one. I've are, heard this yeah. one. Are they actually selling their car or, or are they looking for a race? That's what I heard too. Yeah. I think these are all urban legends. Okay, so that's our that's our first topic in the very first broadsheet broadcast here on broadsheet.ie. Um, sorry if we didn't get around to all your comments, but obviously there's a lot of drivel. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. You know, as much, I mean, as much as the yeah. comments are Some legendary. Some people shouldn't have a platform. <laughs> <laughs> you know they do. They, there's a lot of drivel in there, but there's 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 wonderful, uh, wonderfully intelligent comments and uh, quirky comments and all that. But some of them obviously we can't get to. We just simply don't have the time. And um, we'll move on to. Uh, I think we'll move on to this one, Andy. Will we? This was put up by Chomsky, and this obviously is in relation to the World Cup, which has begun. The samba uh, over in Brazil has begun. Uh, with the World Cup 2014 you're, you're not a massive soccer fan are you? I asked a mate who should I bet for like, mm. who, who will I put a bit bet on because I want to put a, a, bit, a bet on I was thinking myself I like burritos go for Mexico but apparently Mexico are a bit rubbish are they? Well you can never bet against Mexico put it okay. that way I mean I don't think they're going to win the World Cup um, but but it's an interesting it's an interesting way of, of placing your bet I must say yeah. based on the food <laughs> whoever like. has fantastic oh, food I like Italian <laughs> but Honduras have a wonderful cuisine (laughs) you know that'll be certainty what have Holland got? Holland have got uh, prostitutes and drugs (laughs) we could definitely get sponsored by the uh, (laughs) the Dutch the Dutch tourist board this was put up by Chomsky and it's the World Cup of Hate which team are you rooting against so it's it's research basically about countries and who they'll be rooting against mostly in the World Cup. So, okay. you know, a bit of, I mean, everybody, it's I like see. the Eurovision, isn't it? Oh, everyone has a few rivals. like you Everyone know. has a few rivals. So I'll go through some of these. Obviously, we don't feature because, you know, we're, we're awful and we're not in the World <laughs> Cup, basically. Yeah. Um, and I'll run through some of them. Um, Argentina, obviously, 
one guess as to who they're going against. Break it down for me. I don't, you know, England. England. The whole Falklands thing. Oh yeah, we see, I see. I, I just think we were going to go for football rivals here. You see? No, no. This this runs so this deeper. It's going to go into like you know. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. this this runs deeper. Yeah. Um. They, you know, they they don't like each other based on on geographical and and sort of previous war reasons or colonization or something like that. Okay. Um. So Argentina, England. Um. The second answer was Brazil. I'll just go through the first answers. Australia. Apparently they hate the USA. Who knew? Yeah, I would have thought they would have gone down the, the English route as well. Yeah. Uh, Brazil, Argentina. Chile, Argentina. Colombia, Argentina. So clearly uh, Argentina loved in South America. the Argentines. Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. I, I, think, they, I think they think they have notions. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the main reason. England, right? Uh, Russia. That's an unusual one now. It is an unusual one, isn't it? Oh, there's um, all the Germans. Some of the comments on this, uh, one comes in from Mikey Fox on broadsheet.e and he says, Brazil, France, Japan, Russia and the US all have issues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he's right there. Who, who are Japan against actually, I'm interested. Oh, who are Japan against? Uh, let me see. Japan are against South Korea. Uh, well, you know, you know what I mean yeah. um, and the USA so you know not a, not a lot of surprise there uh, Japan, oh sorry hold on a second Japan South Korea and Japan they're against themselves really yeah which is quite odd well there's a lot of them so maybe <laughs> those self-hating Japanese <laughs> yeah. scamps um, I think this comes in from Rob he says I think Germans must have some serious issue uh, who the F hates Hondurans <laughs> is, is that who it says Germany hates Germany Iran and Honduras I mean you can, you can understand hating Iran a little bit but Honduras haven't I know. know very little about the history of Honduras I, you know in my head they haven't heard a fly <laughs> maybe I'm wrong maybe maybe they're like b- b- absolute <laughs> bastards you know Maybe they are like killing children over there. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. If anyone's from Honduras, we apologise for sticking out these rumours, but we will read about Honduras. Please, I know very little about it. Please comment in and, and you know, clear yourselves of this, <laughs> of this accusation. Uh, D. McGee says, America, F yeah. Unless you're American and play football, in which case, F you. Uh, Don Pigioni, love that both South Korea and Japan hate each other uh, first and themselves second. <laughs> Uh, save face in case they lose. Uh, Greece had Germany. He <laughs> uh, he. Are there going to be loads of horrible uh, troika and uh, European recession jokes coming up in this World Cup? We had those in the European Championship, and I don't think I can handle them again. Yeah, no. Twitter is going to become a very annoying place to be. It's going to be a very kind of high horsey joke place to be. Yeah, Greece v Portugal, nil yeah. all, yeah. just like their bank accounts. <laughs> I just those kind of jokes, those government jokes, just yeah. just kill me. All right, we'll move on. So, will we? Yeah, we're going to move on to roughing it. Uh, another one by Chomsky, and this is all about. It's a photo of this sort of very Irish version of the ground spikes preventing the homeless sleeping roof in doorways. This all comes, of course, from the controversy over in England. Yeah, of the of the spikes. Yeah, these are the spikes outside a, a building, and um, so as the homeless wouldn't basically sleep there. And there was all uproar and protests and the whole shebang about you know no spikes, give homes, and all this kind of stuff. Um, and then Boris Johnson rocked in with his shaggy hair and he sort of said they're right this is awful and everyone got behind it and there's been a big protest and we were kind of shouting from Ireland going yeah yeah bloody Brits you shouldn't <laughs> yeah. be doing that to your homeless and now a picture arrives on broadsheet.ie apparently we're doing the same thing some of the comments on this uh, Don Pigioni does this guy actually <laughs> <laughs> does this guy actually you know do anything 
else other than Common I like Clampers outside Clampers outside is very intelligent Clampers outside yeah hat tip to Clampers outside he's quite good he he, he does some great comments. he or she I couldn't decide what to I've, I've no idea actually I've yeah. no idea that is the joy of Bradsheet.ie you've, yeah, no, yeah. you've no idea we're the only ones that are actually putting our, our gender out there that are actually traceable which is which is semi-worrying you know <laughs> yeah. but uh, he says anyway yeah better if they go sleep somewhere unsafe so that they get killed and we don't have to look at them or cold and unsheltered so they get sick and die and we don't have to look at them <laughs> right okay so in other words he's saying uh, that you know it's poor form yeah that they're putting these things down um, and Rob G it, there was a bit of a war here because Rob G came back and he said go invite them to sleep in the doorway of your home or business so right and then uh, he comes back and he says OMG so true that was tongue in cheek I'm nearly sure um, <laughs> I once objected to the ongoing civil war in Syria I now have three Syrian families living under my stairs cramped but, they, <laughs> but they're happy and he goes on to explain that comment by saying this is such a dumb argument Rob don't complain about anything unless you are basically trying to fix everything in the world at all times how idiotic Rob comes back. I think it's important we we finish this yeah, row give, out. Give it a kind of a balanced. Um, yeah. Rob G comes back and he says uh, to you know Don Pigioni. He says you're complaining about business or property owners looking after their businesses or homes. If you had to step over a passed out homeless person every time you wanted to enter your home, you wouldn't mind? Question mark. Housing homeless people is the job of the government, not people who ha- who happen to own doorways. Monkfish comes back to them and he says, Rob, you're a fubbing plank. <laughs> Felt the necessity to blurt out his. his yeah. Yeah. His curse, even though yeah. it's not really necessary. Uh, look at the picture. Look at the doorway. There's no way it's in use anymore. Nobody was stepping w- would be stepping over anyone. Uh, passed out isn't the same as asleep. In a democracy, our government is the people, you tool. And like everyone, it's your job to make society better. Heavy stuff. Heavy stuff, all right. Yeah. Heavy stuff. Broadsheet thought he does carry some, you know, does, heavy yeah. uh, heavy debates on the, on the comments. Uh, okay, so that's Roughing It, uh, put up by Chomsky. We don't have a huge amount of time, Andy, so we've only got one topic left okay. uh, in this. And I think at this time, at this particular moment, we should probably do our comment of the week. Okay, yeah, work away there, head. Okay, our comment of the week. Blow me away with this now. Sorry, I've no jingle for this yet, so I'm making my own up, all right? I'm excited by this. That was more of a tick than a jingle. Okay, comment of the week comes from a person by the name of Scotter. Scotter. Okay, Scotter. We Scotter. It can be said in a number of different ways. It can be, oh, Scotter. I'm liking a kind of a Northern Irish kind of. Ah, Scotter. We Scotter. Or it could be Scotter. Scotter says and this was in relation to Sunday bloody Sunday okay, I'm going to get um, my slow clap ready okay you ready for this yeah. this is comment of the week for the this is pretty historical yeah this is our non-pilot comment of the week exactly okay this is technically the first broadsheet broadcast of all time and Scotter is getting comment of the week and that comment of the week on Sunday bloody Sunday says 99 problems but this ain't one hey you should really get applause sound effects there yeah. but well done Scott so you win absolutely nothing <laughs> yeah. except the kudos of being the very first broadsheet broadcast commenter of the week so well done and we'll do headline of the week uh, which will come up very shortly um, but before we finish up we should go to one more there yeah. were a number of posts obviously in relation to the Tune Baby scandal um, to water meter protests and all that now if you would like us to deal with those topics and go through some of the comments by all means, comment and tell us when this podcast goes up, the broadsheet broadcast, all right? Uh, we kind of thought they might be just a little bit dark. A little bit dark. Too dark to have two well, mates just chatting. Chatting about, yeah. You know. But like, if you want us to discuss those and discuss your comments, by all means, let us know in the comments and we will do that. We've no problem dealing with those issues, but, you know, they can be a bit dark. 
Uh, we'll move on to something maybe a little bit more light-hearted and I think it's one of the most popular uh, posts and I, I must say and I know we're a part of this podcast now but I have to say Broadsheet.ie were pretty much one of the first ones to actually have this uh, on the website and this is the headline from Bodger uh, Everyone Stay Cool Oh, about, about himself in the bus This is the, the, the GoPro cyclist Yeah uh, no, no. Now, now, before I say uh, before I say anything, okay. I think we're going to be fairly on the same page here on a lot of things. Okay, here. do we both dislike the cyclist? I dislike the cyclist. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Okay, yeah, well then we've got this. It's got me no balance yeah. in this particular topic purely because I, look, I will you know because when it comes to driving, I'm only a learner driver. You know, mm. I just bought a wee golf and whatnot. I've come along. I'd, I, if anything goes wrong, I assume I'm in the wrong. Yeah, because I probably am. Um, but just something very smug about. Cycling around with a GoPro camera <laughs> in the first instance before you head. actually yeah. record anything and put it forward to the media. Yeah, just like what are you popping that in your head for? Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, I suppose cyclists will say, and this is, and you know, we may get a lot of abuse um, over our particular uh, frame of mind on this one because I know there are a lot of cyclists out there, and cyclists are angry. Cyclists dislike uh, drivers for the most case if they're if they're full time cyclists. Um, but let me just let me just explain very briefly what this is about, just in case you haven't seen it. It's a, a Dublin bus driver. He goes down the road. He kind of not so much swerves, but sort of veers into uh, a cycle lane. And as we know, the, the cycle lanes in Dublin anyway aren't the best. You're going to come up against obstacles all the time. Um, it's not like Amsterdam, where it's literally if a car goes into a, a cycle lane, they'll probably get banged up or something. Yeah. Uh, but he kind of veers into a cycle lane. Uh, your man's coming in the cycle lane. As far as I can see, two other cyclists are on the bus driver's right-hand side, which kind of make him veer into the cycle lane slightly. And then the cyclist gets all, you know, huffy about the whole thing yeah. and comes up to the to the window of our bus driver and chaos ensues. Now, I know there's a lot of discussion, you know, throughout the comments and whatnot on this about, you know, was he threatening them, was he not threatening them? I, I clearly was. I think he was just stating a simple fact. Okay, we're going to play some audio from okay. this. Uh, so have a listen, and, and you guys can be the judge if you haven't seen this yet. I'm in the cycle lane, mate. You're weird over. Yeah. I'm in the cycle lane. This is the cycle lane. So basically, the driver is, he, he's not, what, I feel this has been taken completely out of context. I saw one headline, it said, listen, right, in block capitals, Dublin bus driver says he'll kill cyclist. Yeah. Now, if you just read that and move along, like, oh, you suddenly think this is, yeah, there's a psychotic Dublin bus driver <laughs> yeah. in there. But Which what, there are plenty. Oh, of. plenty. If yeah. you've ever tried to put in like five cent to yours, <laughs> you will see the psychotic Dublin bus driver. Or the or the, uh, the the guy when I was a kid going to school that used to get fun out of waiting until you were just up to the door, panting sweat, and then he'd pull off. You know, that's that's a psychotic bus driver. Yeah. Uh, but this guy is literally saying, look, if you want to go in front of me, Maybe I was wrong. Maybe I shouldn't have been in the cycle lane, but I will kill you because I am driving yeah. a double-decker thing. It's simple physics. If you want yeah. to park your <laughs> cycle under my double-decker bus, you will die. Yeah, I mean, he, he probably didn't deal with it in the best of, of ways. But, I mean, I don't think Dublin bus drivers are versed, you know, in, in PR. Yeah. Um, I, it was like the Lewis driver I had uh, the other day, right? These two kids decided to walk in front of the Lewis, in front of us. Uh, so as the Lewis couldn't continue um, and it slowed everything down so the Lewis driver came on the 
the speaker, the loudspeaker, the tannoy, the tannoy, to say so he started off quite professionally. He was, uh, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, we seem to have an antisocial behaviour problem, thus delaying the trams <laughs> because two clowns are walking in front of the tram. And then he yeah. sort of aggressively beeped off the tannoy, um, and then he kind of composed, came on composed about five minutes later, you know, with a with a proper professional announcement. But it kind of reminded me of this guy here, this bus driver. There's something extremely. Now I wasn't there, I didn't see it, but there's something extremely father Ted about just two kids <laughs> yeah. backing up. An entire well, well, it, it, it sort of began, it, it became the uh, the topic. Of, you know, people were meeting or people were talking to each other on the tram, and it was all a fairly. You know, we all became one big family stuck in this terrible chaos uh, when two kids were walking in front of the tram uh, ahead of us. So when you talk about like you know making family and whatnot, and Lewis, there is nothing that brings a community more together is when your Lewis breaks down <laughs> yeah. and you have to walk ages in the rain, and there's a real yeah. sense of you know. I'm inviting you people to my birthday. Like, yeah, you know, I know, so absolutely. Mates, yeah, you know? we're all we're all one together. It's solidarity. Yeah. Uh, some of the comments in this. Um, this is a rather long one from PK, uh, but I'll read just a, a couple of lines of it. He says, uh, "Oh my God, get a life! You're not living in Germany where cycle lanes are perfectly aligned and beautifully crafted into the into the road system. It's Dublin, a medieval city with narrow roads." And the guy was just using his dry Dublin way of communicating when he said, I'll run you over if you like line. And I think he's got pretty much summed up in fairness. Yeah. PK, you know. I mean, you're, you're, you're both a driver and a cyclist in Dublin. Yes, that's true. I use the, the Dublin bike scheme, um, which, no, which is hugely beneficial to the city, yeah. but also hugely dangerous as well. Because you've got everybody who, you know, last rode a bike when they got it from Santa Claus uh, and now we're suddenly taking up this machine onto the main keys, you know, in Dublin and it just gets a bit dangerous. Is there a time limit? Is, can you, like, get them out at four in the morning? No, the, uh, the Dublin bike scheme, I, yeah, I think closes at half eleven or twelve. Ah, okay. Uh, you so go. you can't get them out. But I, I, as far as I know, <laughs> and I remember I was in Nice and I, I think... I'm sure the the uh, broadsheet.ie readers may correct me in this one, but as far as I know, in, in most cities, there, if if not 24 hours, they certainly open quite late that you can get a bike. But because we're a pile of pissheads, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. let's be honest, no one can be trusted with a bike. Yeah, you know, it's like the fellow up in uh, Grand Canal Dock. And I, I used to live up there, and I remember thinking, there's a guy with initiative. He had a load of pedalos out. All the pedalos got stolen, I hear. wrecked, graffitied, and and they sank them. Don't steal a man's pedalo. You know, I just you can't have anything in this. You city. Can't have anything in, in, nice. in Dublin. Um, couple of more of the the comments there, Andy, on that one. Um, it's from Quint, and he just says cyclists are ourselves. <laughs> you can bet your house this same self righteous cyclist breaks the traffic lights on a regular basis. Uh, well, I think you put it right. When you firstly said any cyclist with a GoPro is probably yeah. an arsehole anyway. Apparently this guy has got, I don't mean to, you know, victimise his chap. I'm sure he's a lovely No, but hold on guy. a second. The guy has victimised the bus driver. Well, the, the thing that disturbs me here is that the bus driver could well lose his job because now Dublin bus have to be seen to do something and they've got to conduct an investigation. And if they conduct an investigation and realise, you know, your man said I'm going to mow you down, they might well let the guy go. And I think that's terrible. That is actually terrible. Apparently his, his YouTube channel is just... A continuous feed of these near near crashes. On so his ba- basically, he's looking for trouble. He's looking for trouble. Like, and, and by the way, can we just say that you know, cycle lanes and, and everything, you know, rules for cyclists and all that should be improved. Yeah. You know, it's it's not very good at the moment. But as as that commenter rightly pointed out, you know, it is it's an old city and it's it's difficult to put these things in place. Uh, but there should be more rules for cyclists. I agree. But you know, don't. 
to prove a point, don't try to get mowed down. I think that would be my road safety advice of the day. Yeah, I mean, that's simple. It's simple stuff. <laughs> um, headline of the week, I think we should do now. Yeah, we're uh, Drum roll. Uh, that's me hitting the desk. It's not an actual drum, just in case you didn't notice. Uh, headline of the week. I have two potential headlines of the week here, Andrew. Okay. And uh, one of them, I'll give. Will you? It's the first broadsheet. Broad, uh, it's the first broadsheet broadcast, broadcast. So I guess we. Seven years. <laughs> I guess we should give two. Yeah. Why not? It's Head- two of us. Two headlines. Headlines of the week. Okay. So it seems logical to me. Um, one of them came from Bodger. All right, and I think this is really good. It's. A horse at St. Luke's Hospital in Kilkenny, all right? And it's quite a, a, a sad-looking horse. Yeah. Um, one of those sulky carts onto it. Okay. And the headline, it's just, it's just simple genius. It says, a bit sulky. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think that's just brilliant. I mean, it's, it's, it's simple, it's beautiful. The other headline of the week, and it was something we were discussing at the very start of the podcast, and it comes in from Lars Biscuits, and it is that Sunday, bloody Sunday, as controversial as it is, according to some commenters. But I like it though, you know. Yeah, I like it. It's tongue in cheek. It's it's tapped into the summer feel, you know. It's it's nice and sunny out there. I'm glad that an ice cream based pun has won the uh, the first headline of the week. So there you go, Sunday, bloody Sunday, and that's it for the very first broadsheet broadcast with me, Mike Hogan, and me, Andy Gaffney. And, you know, if you liked it, do comment and tell us. If you don't like it, just just say nothing. Yeah, it's just, sometimes it's okay not to comment. Isn't <laughs> yeah. that right, Andy? Go comment on some, you know, there's some <laughs> political structure that means taken down somewhere. Aim your, what we're there. trying to say to you is aim your anger at the government, not our <laughs> podcast. All right? If you do like it, we'll probably be back next week. If you don't like it... It was nice knowing you. Cheers. Thanks. Bye. Bye.